Welcome to another episode of Geography Now from the Royal Geographical Society with IVG. We are a charity, learning society and professional body and reach millions of people each year through our work in advancing geography and supporting geographers. In this podcast series, we'll be talking to geographers about the work that they're doing, topics they're passionate about and opinions they have about the world around us. At a time when it is impossible to host speakers at the Society, we are committed to creating content that can be accessed online. In today's podcast, we'll be featuring Alice Vigonoli, a postgraduate researcher at the University of Leicester. Alice is currently researching the impact of plastic on the geological cycle and how anthropogenic activities will be seen in the geological record. Thank you for joining us today, Alice. Can you start by telling us a bit about yourself? Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. So about myself, I've always been passionate about the environment. For this reason, I did my Bachelor in Natural Sciences at the University of Padua with a thesis on ethology of big cats. I was very interested in ethology, but then I decided to pursue another passion of mine, marine biology, and I did that for my master's degree at the University of Bologna. I had the amazing opportunity to do my master thesis project abroad with the Erasmus Plus program and I collaborated with Professor Andres Cozar in Cadiz, Spain, to investigate the plastic plankton ratio in the Mediterranean Sea. This project allowed me to explore the microplastic pollution research field and I got really passionate about it. So passionate that I looked for a PhD about it. <laughs> right after my master's degree, I've been selected for this PhD project at the University of Leicester and for the Cinta Nerx Scholarship too. Almost one year ago, I moved to the UK to start this PhD about plastic pollution into the geochemical cycle. So, as you've said, you're in the first year of your PhD, researching how plastic behaves in the geological cycle. Can you explain to us what that means and how you came to research this? Well, plastic production spiked since the 70s and it was mass produced because it is really useful and those polymers are durable, resistant and versatile. But all these advantages for its use are also what causes problems during its degradation. Of all the plastic we use, only a small part can be recycled and the rest is buried into landfills or worse, incorrectly disposed of and then spilled into the environment. There is currently a gap in the modern literature about, first, what happens to plastic getting into the ocean through rivers and, second, what happens once the plastic gets into the oceanic floor. Regarding the first topic, we know that the microplastic items get fragmented mainly on beaches because of high UV rays, heat, abrasion of sand and general high energy environment. After the plastic fragments of all sizes, macro, micro and nanoplastics, reach the sea and ocean, the fragmentation processes are slowed down by both low UV energy and cooler temperature. Microplastics fragmentation can still happen in the marine environment. Nonetheless, it's mostly like to occur in the mainland. Although it is generally known that most of the microplastics fragmentation happens into the shores, riverine and estuarine systems have a huge impact on the processes, which is often underestimated. Where does all this micro and nanoplastic come from? The aim of my PhD is to analyze the degradation and fragmentation of microplastics through riverine and estuarine systems, and I will focus on plastic physical abrasion. 
Regarding the second topic, the other gap in the modern literature, it's about what happens next to all these plastics that has been discarded into the environment. We know that the environmental levels are high and the oceans are heavily polluted. It is easy to spot floating plastic debris and we know that there are five plastic islands corresponding to the five oceanic gyres. But what happens underneath the surface? It has been suggested that these big plastic islands act also like sinking areas where plastic is further fragmented and sink into the bottom of the oceanic floor. This means that there will be an ever-growing accumulation of plastics into the sediments of the ocean. What concerns geological time, we will end up having sedimentary rocks with plastics in them as an indelible record of our presence on the planet. But how will that happen? What kind of physical and chemical modifications will the plastic undergo? We don't know it yet. And in a section of my PhD, I will investigate the genesis of plastics to have a better understanding of what the future rocks will look like. Thank you for explaining that and giving us some context. Finding plastics in sedimentary rock isn't something that I uh, sort of thought of. And so even though it is quite early on in your PhD, what have been your findings so far? Is there anything that has surprised you? Well, unfortunately, because of the coronavirus pandemic, I was not able to start my experiments, but it is the first thing I am to do as soon as I will be back into the laboratories. I will start a series of tumbling experiments to start to investigate the physical abrasion of plastics through rivers and estuaries. I will use different polymers and sediment sizes to get a grasp of the processes involved into the production of all these billions of microplastics. So obviously you've mentioned COVID and that's something you've recently written an article for The Conversation about, about how COVID-19 will show in the geological record and how techno-fossils will present themselves. Can you talk to us about what uh, techno-fossils are? Yes, so regarding COVID, I went back to Italy during the pandemic and I sampled COVID-related personal protective equipment or PPE. I'm from the Veneto region, that is one of the worst hit regions of the state. Each country faced this emergency in a different way and tried to control the spread of this virus. Italy imposed quarantine and a two-month lockdown with a gradual lifting of the restrictive measures. I started sampling at the beginning of June when the lockdown has just ended and people were required still to wear face masks and gloves in all public closed and open spaces and an extra pair of gloves in case of grocery shopping. In Italy, we have these transparent high-density polyethylene ones that we use and everyone was required to wear them on top of their personal ones while grocery shopping. These measures, unfortunately, led to a reckless discharge of those PPE into the environment. I was seeing all these posts on social media, on from Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, with pictures of hundreds of gloves and masks on the ground, and I decided to document it and to do a scientific study about it. Coronavirus is already having a huge impact on our lives, but all of the plastic waste we're disposing of will have an even greater impact on the environment and for future generations. I've sampled the inner lagoon and the Adriatic seaside of the leader island for PPE and in the mainland. I sampled in the mainland the parking lots of a couple of supermarkets and the street in front of them. And I've been sampling those areas for two months now and I found a huge amount of plastic pollution.
of PPE. So regarding technofossils, we could say that technofossils are the remainings of human productions that are believed to be an indicator of our time, the Anthropocene. All of our waste ends up in landfills, but the durability of the objects we produce is getting higher and higher, and those landfills are becoming actual tombs for the record of our civilization, where those artifacts are made of such durable material that they do not fully decompose and therefore become fossilized into a new geological layer, hence technofossils. So how do you think these technofossils will present themselves in the geological record? And what do you think the impact of COVID-19 will be from a geological standpoint? Well, the geologists and archaeologists of the future will dig up our technofossils and who knows what they will think about us. Concerning the impact that the coronavirus-related PPE can have, it will probably be easier to see in the mainland as the degradation and fragmentation processes are limited, and those plastic PPE will probably constitute a layer for the future geological record. It might be possible to pinpoint a sort of regionalism of the PPE source, based on what kind of measures and protocol each state got in place to face the pandemic, so, for instance, the different amount and types of PPE. If we think about the transport to the sea, things get a little bit more complicated. There will be probably a plastic strata in riverbeds and lake sediments of relatively intact COVID globes and masks. Once these PPE get into the ocean, they could encounter degradation and fragmentation processes and create billions of microplastic fragments, adding to the already high microplastic pollution in the ocean. For gloves and masks reaching the ocean still intact, there will be multiple possible fates. Some of them will be washed on shore, as the current rise of PPE found during beaches cleanups is already demonstrating. I saw a post of Ocean Asia, for example, that was doing beach cleanups in Hong Kong and was finding a lot of masks related to COVID. The others, PPE, will follow the ocean currents and possibly arrive to one of the five gyres where the main five plastic islands are located. These gyres are accumulation points for plastic in our oceans, but also these gyres are where the fragmentation to smaller plastic mostly happen in the ocean environment. This will lead to a higher microplastic accumulation in the sediments near those gyres, and it could be difficult to discern the PPE plastic input from the other already present plastics already facing degradation. In my opinion, a spike of those PPE polymers could still be noticed. The PPE accumulation in the sedimentary record could provide an interesting information as some areas, for example the enclosed sea like the Mediterranean one, could show a different record based on the plastic polymers mostly used in some countries rather than others due to the different approaches to the coronavirus pandemic. I'm thinking of Italy. In my region specifically, we had to wear that second layer of gloves while shopping, so that were the main PPE I was finding throughout my sampling and I'm sure it wasn't the protocol for other countries or even other regions so that could determine a different impact. In the end the impact of coronavirus on geological cycle would depend on how long the restrictive measures will stay in place and in case of a second wave too and of course the more this pandemic will last the worse it will be for the environment regarding plastic pollution but the more clearly detectable it will be for future geologists
And has COVID-19 brought anything unexpected that we could perhaps see in the fossil record in the future? Um, Perhaps anything beneficial? Well, it's still early to say that, but probably it will be possible to observe a decrease of CO2 pollution as a consequence of the general lockdown, which led to the suspension of industrial production, especially in Italy, for two months. We have the potential to reconsider our production systems and to choose to go towards a greener economy and production that will be surely beneficial for our environment. And is that something that you think we should be doing? So from your perspective, what could we be doing to ensure that our anthropogenic impact is lessened and to make sure that the geological record reflects that? Well, regarding plastic consumption, unfortunately, because of this virus, there will probably be a spike on single-use plastics because of sanitary reasons. The main issue we have to tackle is that we need to find an alternative to the widely used and polluting plastic polymers. We need not only to reduce our consumption of plastics, but also focus on other eco-friendlier and more degradable materials. And this is the challenge for our and future generations. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alice. If you liked this podcast, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rgs underscore IBG for more updates about geographical talks and news. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you next time.